0: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome to Autism One,
1: a conversation of hope, brought to you by the Sensory Learning Center with host and mother of a recovering child with autism, Betsy Hicks. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Betsy and her guests illuminate how right now there's more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Mm-hmm. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Betsy Hicks.
2: Hello and welcome everybody. My guest today is a man who is my biggest hero. His mind works like truly no one else I know and as a pediatrician, and chronic illness specialist Dr. John Hicks has traveled a maze from traditional medicine to integrative medicine to holistic medicine to this quantum universe that brings it all together and gives his patients the endless possibilities. He is a stepfather of Joey, a 14-year-old boy with autism, as well as two stepdaughters. He is also a father of two grown men. Yes, I am very Biased with this man, as I personally witness his endless dedication to his work and his patience. I introduce to you my husband, Dr. John Hicks. Hi, John.
3: Hi. How are you? Um, this that, is a big introduction.
2: <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't want me to read him the introduction because he. What, what did you say to
3: Well, I got to decide now what I got to live up to. <laughs>
2: okay, good. <laughs> for, for the uh, for the sake of simplicity, I'm going to call you John today. Um, as opposed to dr. Hicks, but <laughs> I, um, I have to tell everybody my husband is a very very quiet man and
3: because
2: he's and he's quiet because he's always in this deep contemplation so really I wanted him on the show today to force him to talk to me
3: <laughs> I, no, I, I run on
2: <laughs> Actually, we do we we do have deep conversations very often. But I always kind of wish that somebody else was taking notes or listening because I, everything he says to me is so powerful. One of John's best friends says that when John talks, people stop and listen because they know he has something important to say. Because he never really rambles, um, unlike your wife, <laughs> who's, who's kind of doing that for a living. But. Um, Let's let's talk about this. You are what you feel. This was something that you and I were sitting and watching a um, a video, which a, a DVD, which is the Secret Behind the Secret, which is by um, Jerry and Esther Hicks on the teachings of Abraham. And when they said you are what you feel, both of us just got goosebumps and we just got the shiver, and we we had to write it down. As simple as it was, because it just it was so powerful, because I think it's so much of what you tell your patients every single day. So um, talk about what, what does this mean, you are what you feel?
3: Well, I, I, I think what we have to realize is those things that we feel are emotions that this putting this stress and energy out there, and that's what's going to be brought to us, more stress and striving, versus if what we need to do is spend some time really appreciating what the child has done. Mm -hmm. So we, we think about Joey because he's sort of in our lives. We can't take Joey out of our minds. So Joey's there. Joey is now very happy, and he's squealing, and he's cuddly. And it's in appreciating those things, and that's the change I've seen that we've really made in celebrating where Joey is and enjoying Joey for what he is right now, for who he is. And
2: so so you want to strive for more, correct? You want to be well, but,
3: wanting more. Well, yeah. yet- that That always occurs. Right. But see, the idea is in that wanting, if you make that what I don't have and that's what you focus on, that I don't have this, then it's not coming. Right. Right. What you got to focus on is that, okay, now Joey, as, as we start thinking about Joey, we think about Joey telling us what he wants. Well, he does some of that and we would like more of that. But the neat thing is, what we're focused on is it's so cool when Joey tells us something that he wants. And it's like anybody else, when you think about it, when do you do your best work? It's when you are being praised and when you are appreciated, you then will work harder to accomplish things. Yeah. And and I think that's sort of the piece that we need to look at. is how is it that we help ourselves? How is it we help our children? And it's by focusing on what has been accomplished, the wonderful things that they do because they all do wonderful things. They have brought us wonderful gifts. Now we have to put our perspective and say, okay, what are the gifts they brought us? And what you may need to do is you may need to sit down and make a list of, okay, what are the things that I have been brought as a gift from my child. And as you start to focus on that, those gifts, then that love and appreciation starts to come forward and that's the energy you want. Because it's that love and appreciation that's going to make things go further and further.
2: To t- talk a little bit, we, we've had on past shows a little discussion about the Law of Attraction Okay. Um, quite a few shows, actually, but I like everybody's different definition of it, um, and and how you how you believe it all comes together with the law of attraction.
3: Well, it's what we think about, we get, whether we want it or not. All right. So when you think about that, you go, okay. If I'm thinking, I'm sitting here paying bills, and I'm thinking, gee whiz, I don't have enough money to pay all these bills, and I don't have this, I don't have that. What's going to keep coming up to you is more lack. What you have to be able to do in the law of attraction, because everything is vibrational, everything is based on quantum physics. We are vibrational. Everything in the universe is vibrational. So what happens is, let's say what you, what you, you want to think is, I'm Thankful, number one, I have the money to pay these bills. Number two, I'm thankful that I have food to eat. I'm thankful that um, that we're able to live where we live. We're able to do the things we're able to do. And as you start to get in that appreciation and gratitude, then, then you can start to raise your vibration, and then what's going to happen is more things for you to give gratitude about will be brought toward you
2: the The problem in the struggle with the law of attraction and this with autism and and I've talked about this on numerous shows, and i, I have evolved tremendously even in the last couple of years, and much of that thanks is to Jerry and Esther Hicks and the teachings of abraham but um What, where, where I'm at with this, this, this whole piece is when I was a, um, you know, living with my son in almost just very difficult situations, very little money, very little, um, to, to be able to pay any bills and not paying any bills and had a child that screamed consistently over and over again, um, it was very hard to be grateful.
3: Okay. So you don't reach for grateful. You reach for you've got to work up to that. Right. So you start if if you're angry, you know, then you pick an emotion that's a step above that. So okay. now you're frustrated. Okay. okay. I'm not angry that he's screaming. I'm very frustrated that he's screaming all the time and it's so nice when he doesn't scream. Because when he doesn't scream, he's not in pain. We can do more things as a family that start to make some sense for being a family. Okay. Okay. So then you go the next step. Well, what's the next step? Well, I'm sort of thankful that he's not screaming every hour. I'm thankful now that he is sleeping four or five hours. Right. You, I do that. So let me be thankful for that piece. Let me be thankful that he is hungry and he is eating, and I I can afford to feed him.
2: That's great. Those are all very very
3: important, and and so, those are so those all are things. the steps you have to take.
2: And then where I was at is that I consistently focused on um, I, always visualizing this wonderful life that I was going to be living with a husband who loved me, with Joey as being happy, with my children being happy, in a beautiful surrounding, and everything I used to visualize, every last piece of what I used to visualize, I have now. And I still sometimes, of course, we're always in a mode of wanting more and wanting more, and that's such a great piece. Sometimes you have to stop and say, wow, look where I came. Look look, right. look at all that I do have to be thankful
3: for. And, and I think that's the piece where people have to start. Yes. You know, we, we get so locked into this, we've got to get this, we've, we've got to get this, we want them to uh, do a little less stemming. we want them to do this, we want them to do that. Well, maybe what we really need to look at is let's go after what they are doing that we want them right. to do.
2: All right, we'll be right back with Dr. John Hicks. Don't go away.
0: Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness.
4: We had a wonderful experience in our trip to the sensory learning institute and the main issue to sum everything up is that we went there with a child who was out of control and hyper who had severe sensory issues and autistic tendencies and we brought home a child who was vastly different. We brought home a child who plays with me and talks to me and looks in my eyes and tells me he loves me.
5: The goal and focus of the sensory learning program is to enable the central nervous system to better process sensory information by simultaneously stimulating visual, auditory, and vestibular systems with light, sound, and motion. By challenging these three sensory systems to work together and adapt to multi-sensory input, this intervention often improves speech, perception, understanding, social interaction, coordinated movement, and the ability to learn. We invite all parents interested in sensory learning program for a child to complete the confidential assessment on our website at www.sensorylearning.com. In the realm of mental health, psychiatry is often misunderstood on Good Psychiatry is Good Medicine with
1: host and forensic psychiatrist Dr. Ron Kennedy Bailey. Find out the truth behind the myths, rumors, disparities, and misconceptions about the broad spectrum of mental illness and treatment options. Dr. Bailey educates and informs with truthful, factual, honest, and direct communication of information regarding mental health issues and topics to further enhance the overall medical and legal areas in health care. For the best information on ADHD, psychopharmacology, forensic and psychiatric health concerns. Tune into Good Psychiatry is Good Medicine with Dr. Ron Kennedy Bailey every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel raw to radiant will change the way you look at food for the rest of your life this is not a show about sprouted nuts salads or dehydrated foods host kim cohen will show you how a raw food diet including raw meat dishes such as wild salmon ceviche provides you with everything you need for a long life of radiant health and vitality tune in every tuesday at 1pm for raw to radiant on the voice america health and wellness channel
0: your life your health your network You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to
1: Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program, here's Betsy.
2: We're back with the wonderful Dr. John Hicks, and we're having a neat conversation right now. We were just talking about the law of attraction, especially in its relation with autism. And um, you you're, were so right and so on with explaining about how when we keep that all of those expectations and all of that those feelings on a positive note, it keeps it so strong. And one of the things I want to comment again on is how you were talking about how, um, you know, when days when he was screaming constantly and constantly and then I would get an hour of rest, just to put my focus on that gratitude towards that hour of rest and, and kind of where I was at. Right. And I, I know how difficult that, that piece is to do and I know that you must see that in a lot of your patients. Do you, do you see a lot of hopelessness in a lot of your patients? Well,
3: a lot of it's that. A lot of it's anger. A lot of it's frustration. Uh, and part of, part of the, the piece that I, I think is uh, very hard, but something that people are going to have to overcome, is this fighting against something, because that just reinforces it.
2: So let's talk about these things that we're fighting against. We're fighting against the CDC, we're fighting against the pharmaceuticals, right. we're fighting against the medical establishment, as for right. ignoring our children, we're fighting against schools, right. um, we're fighting against a lot of people. So So
3: what, what you have to realize is, when you fight against something, you're actually giving it... your Whatever we choose to have as our reality is what our reality is. So what is it we want to have? What is it we want to do? So when you start thinking about things that way, it's like, gee, so what I want my reality to be is that no one intentionally came after my child to harm him. And I think that is the true reality because we think, okay, the vaccines, the heavy metals, all of this stuff. Well, that's sort of, okay, that's in the past. So what are we going to do now? Are we going to dwell on that? Are we going to fight against that? Because when you think about the war on drugs, the war on poverty, all these wars that we are fighting against something only increase in strength and you don't win that.
2: It only gets more energy.
3: It only gets more energy. It only gets stronger. because you're giving it your energy. So what you have to do is you have to say, okay, what are the things that really I need to focus on at this point to help myself, my family, my child?
2: The contrast to that is people would say, yes, but if nobody ever fought anything, we wouldn't get laws
3: changed. Well, that's not true because as when you when you're focused on what it is you want so what is it that we want we want government that's re- that's very responsible we want these things okay so what you have to do is start to focus on okay government is going to become more responsible there are some people in government who are responsible I mean, when you think about it, there are people who have taken up the gauntlet for autism and they are responsible. So there are good people there. So what you want to focus is on the good people, giving them your energy so that they gain momentum and strength. And that's how you're going to change it. Yeah. Not by fighting against the bad guys, because when you do that, you give that your energy.
2: Now, I have to comment on that anger in parents because I see so much of it and I'm so much more aware of it now because I used to be there and now I've really chosen to walk away from that anger as much as I possibly can in every way that I can to the point where even with the show, I was at a point where I said, I, I just can't do this show anymore if we keep it on negative topics. So I, I changed my, my even format. But what this is doing to the parents. And this is where I want to go back to you are what you feel. Because this this is where it's so important. If you, you see so many of the moms of the children that you see, probably more so than any pediatrician, even though, I mean, only probably a third of, well, maybe half of your load is, is the autism spectrum. Most of them are adults.
3: Right.
2: And it's because the kids get well, and now we move on to the mom or the dad or both. What is the common pattern that you are seeing in the the mothers specifically?
3: Well, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of distrust, mistrust, uh, a lot of hate of different things. So all of those feelings, Go to every cell in your body, and they start to affect your body.
2: Okay, I mean, but 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 I think I think dads experience that equally too. Right. There's something different with moms. that dads don't have as much of that. I and, and please, men, I am not stereotyped because I know that the opposite is true. But the women have the most amount of guilt.
3: Well, yeah, and guilt is really there is nothing to be guilty about. No one caused this. Right. You didn't do something wrong. Your husband didn't do something wrong. The family didn't do anything wrong. The child didn't do anything wrong. There is no guilt. Guilt is something that we make up and it's something that just humans have. Nobody else has that. Well, why is that? Well, it's because we start to ruminate over things and go, well, if I had done this or if I would have done that. Well, there really are no ifs. Things are the way they are when they happen and occur. And hindsight's twenty-twenty, but part of having the brain that we have sets us up for the guilt piece. And that, that will destroy you because you get lost in that and you get mired down All your relationships,
2: and how is that? I mean, you're actually with guilt and feeling when you're feeling remorseful um, about that. It's almost as if you aren't accepting the universe's plan for you.
3: Well, Um, and that you know that that sort of comes back to that expectation piece. Yeah, you know, we all have these expectations. You know, when you're planning your family, you have this picture of an ideal child that you'll have, all of these things, and you sort of get into the society's dream. And it is a dream. You know, it, it's not reality at all, but it's like, you know, the, the average American family, 2.2 kids, you know, two cars, all this stuff. It's really an illusion. It's a dream. Right. And when you get caught into that and sucked into that, then what happens is everything you do now gets compared to that dream, which isn't reality. Nobody lives it. It never has been real. So you can't measure up to that.
2: You're, you're, you're I'm totally with you, but I'm afraid you're getting far out at this point. And I want okay. to tell people right now that I think a lot of the work that you're referring to is the wonderful work of Don Miguel Ruiz who has written The Four Agreements, the, um, voice of um, knowledge. the Voice of Knowledge, and Mastery of Love. And he talks a lot about this dream and and you know, this kind of pseudo-reality right. that we all live right. in. Right, it's
3: expectations. Right. So it's what we've been taught to expect, but it doesn't exist. So we can't measure up because it doesn't exist, so now we're guilty because, well, we can't do this, we can't do that. Right. When the reality is, what is your reality and what is it that's real? So now you have to start looking at that and going, okay, what is it that's real and what am I here to learn? What am I here to teach? Why has this child been given to me? And they're here to teach us and we're here to teach them. They're here to help us. We're here to help them. So it's a whole different piece than... I am responsible for everything. You're not. You know, you've created this reality and this child has been brought to you as a gift. This is a gift. So how do you view this gift? Do you view it as overwhelming and I've got so much to do because of this that I'm going nuts? Or is this okay? Uh, here's where I am. Here's where they are. This is what we're going to work toward. But it's the journey. It's not the end result. So each day as things happen that are good, you need to appreciate those things in that moment. And you know, that's really what they're talking about when they talk about living in the now and being in the present moment. Because the present moment, what is it? you know when this child is standing there smiling at you or rubbing you or sitting on your lap or in the corner looking at you what are they telling you and what are you telling them because thought is energy and that goes so
2: that that is really really important just what you are thinking that child is picking up on that completely Right. And if you are sitting there looking at your child and looking at them and just like you know, oh how pathetic, how sad. Right. How sorry I am for this.
3: Right. That they they know that. They feel totally. that. Totally. Totally. So it it's it's really one of those pieces that you want to really start to attend to that it's called mindfulness and thinking about, well, why am I, what am I thinking? Because as you start looking at quantum mechanics and you look at the biology of belief and you see that all these thoughts have energy and our cells respond to that energy. And you look at Dr. Emoto's work with water. I mean, you think thoughts, you write a thing on a piece of paper and see what it does to that water in that bottle. I mean, it's amazing.
2: Okay, we're going to have to take a break in just a minute, but when we get back, what I want to talk about is I want to give some good practical advice and helpfulness to the people that are listening. In other words, let's take a, a basic scenario and let's work on it. Let's talk about, I, I will, for. I'll play devil's advocate with this, and I'll just be the 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 skeptical mom, and you can be the universe. Okay. How's that? <laughs> okay. That's
3: right. a great role to play.
2: We'll be right back with Dr. John Hicks.
0: look at today's health voice america health and wellness
4: we had a wonderful experience in our trip to the sensory learning institute and the main issue to sum everything up is that we went there with a child who was out of control and hyper who had severe sensory issues and autistic tendencies and we brought home a child who was vastly different we brought home a child who plays with me and talks to me and looks in my eyes and tells me he loves me.
5: The goal and focus of the sensory learning program is to enable the central nervous system to better process sensory information by simultaneously stimulating visual, auditory, and vestibular systems with light, sound, and motion. By challenging these three sensory systems to work together and adapt to multi-sensory input, this intervention often improves speech, perception, understanding, social interaction, coordinated movement, and the ability to learn. We invite all parents interested in sensory learning program for a child to complete the confidential assessment on our website at www.sensorylearning.com.
0: Are you willing to be taught and invest a few minutes each week to learn principles that will ensure your success and fulfillment? Tune in every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to It's Easier Done Than Said on the Voice America Women's Channel.
2: up, Conceive Magazine is now on the air, live, and on demand on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, hosted by Kim Han, founder of Conceive Magazine. Conceive on Air offers comfort and emotional support to women contemplating starting or expanding their family by consulting noted professional experts and by sharing the insights and experiences of others. Kim wants to share her experiences to educate and empower women. Conceive On Air is the only complete resource destination that inspires and informs future moms about their fertility on the journey to parenthood. Conceive On Air with Kim Hahn, celebrating the creation of families.
0: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program, here's Betsy. Welcome
2: back, and we are here with Dr. John Hicks having a lot of fun, learning a lot, And um, I'm enjoying listening to your voice, John. (laughs) I don't get to hear it very often. John's normally a very quiet man, um, but today we're learning a lot about his feelings on, basically, that part of we we get what we feel, we are what we feel, um, and we we set up what we feel. Um, So what we thought we'd play with right now is... And I know this is really far-fetched, but I'm going to pretend to play the role of the neurotic mom.
3: Can can you grasp that, John? Uh, I'll work on trying to deal with it. (laughs)
2: Because it's so far from my (laughs) original, originally who I am. Um, Okay, I, I, I will play that role, and then I want you to play the role of source energy. I want you to play the role of, we can call it God, we can call it source, we can call it, Whomever you'd like to call, but this universal energy of what, whatever it is, and you play that role, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. So um, I, I wake up in the morning and I hear my child screaming. So the first thing I think is, Oh my gosh, they got up early. He got up early. I know he must have peed in his bed tonight. Okay, that's your that's your turn, Source. All
3: right. So then what you're asking for is that you want him to pee in his bed. Right. You want him to wake up early and you want him to be screaming. Okay. By saying that you just reinforce those pieces.
2: So now So I, what
3: what would you
2: What, can what I is say it otherwise? you would
3: like? Yeah, so now let's think about well what is it you would like?
2: All right. So what I would like is for him to go back to sleep
3: okay
2: for him to be happy okay and for there to be a clean bed
3: all right so we don't know if the bed's wet or dirty we know he is in his bed
2: and we know he's crying
3: and we know he's crying all right so then what we have to think is what what would it sound like if he wasn't crying and what would it be like if he went back to sleep? So now you, you start your mind thinking that thought of, okay, he's calming down, he's starting to relax, he just had a bad dream, it's all okay, he's going to start to go back to sleep. Okay. And you just continue to think that thought. And then you go from that thought to how nice it is that he is able to go back to sleep. He can calm himself down where he couldn't before. And now he's getting calmer and calmer. He's not screaming as loud. It's getting quieter. And then you go to, okay, now he's going back to sleep. And you think that that thought, that energy of how wonderful it is now that he has now drifted back to sleep.
2: Okay. Now, I know what people are thinking listening right now. They're thinking, you know what, in your dreams, Okay, I can okay. think that all I want, but the the reality of it,
3: well, isn't going to work, it, unless you believe it, it won't work.
2: Okay. Now, let's 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 continue with another scenario. So now, right. so now I've calmed down and I'm not okay. I have decided that I am going to go up there and see a clean bed and, and I'm really feeling that okay. and feeling good with that. All right. But and then maybe I say something like um mm. well, but um you know, I got to get up anyway, and maybe it's good that he's awake this early because then he'll go to bed earlier tonight for me. Mm-hmm. So yep. I, that that's, that's you now good
3: changed thing. your expectations, right? So now you're moving better to better energy. Okay, go ahead, take it further.
2: Okay, so now I go inside there, and um, he—it's not that he peed his bed; he actually vomited all over the floor, and okay. he's rolling it. It's in his hair; it's everywhere. Okay. And I say to myself, "This is going to be a shitty day." Oh, sorry, a bad. <laughs> <day>. <laughs> All right.
3: So now, I apologize. Okay. I
2: was, okay.
3: So now, where do you now? Where do you go with that thought?
2: So you, now where, I go, and I go? I go, and
3: I. You mean, what am I supposed to do? Or well, what, you're going to what, tell me what what do you? What yeah. What do you? Where do you want to go now? Is that the energy you want to put out no, for that day? No, of course All right. No. So now let's think. Okay. I'm I I really feel bad that he's sick right I don't quite understand why he's sick so I think what I'll do is I'm gonna give him a shower get him all cleaned up and then I can start to love him and comfort him because he needs my comfort he's sick right and then you know I can throw the sheets down and wipe that stuff up it's not a big deal it it'll come out in the washing machine that's not a big deal so now what is it that i can do that's going to help him and myself so now i I need to work to help him feel better so now i'm going to start to think okay he got upset maybe he got something maybe he has a little virus that's why he woke up early that's why he threw up so Now I can think, okay, now that nurturing piece comes out of how do I make him feel better? What is it I can do to help him and myself start off to have a better day than this day that it could have been? But if I start to think, okay, now I've got a different day than when I first woke up. Because if you stay in that thought, of he's awake he's screaming again it's a mess what you have done is you just planned your day okay. so what you want to do is n- take that back and you want you want to replan it the way you want it to be and you're more likely to get whatever it is you plan. So what you want to do at night when you're drifting off to sleep is plan a wonderful day for the next day. Plan wonderful dreams. You know, just sit there and think, okay, I'm going to have great dreams. I'm going to sleep well. Everybody's going to sleep well. Tomorrow we've got school. We'll get up. We'll have breakfast. We'll have a lunch at 6 in a hurry. We'll get everything put away. It'll be a nice, smooth, quiet morning. uh, And then the day will start to unfold and it's going to be a wonderful day. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to help a couple people. I'm going to get a couple of new ideas. I'm going to find... And, some
2: and, new and another thing, too, because you know, go, go back to, to me as the neurotic bomb for a second, um, I, and I know that this is, this is a big pattern because, one, when I if my son were, were sick, okay, prior to meeting you, the first thing I would be thinking is, um, I wish I had a good doctor I wish I had a good doctor and I want people to know that they need to focus on using that almost make it intention make it prayer whatever it is to consistently say that mantra that you want to find the doctor that's going to help your child now I not only I, I obviously I put that intention out there to the extreme because <laughs> I not only found the doctor to help my child I found the doctor to like be there 24 hours a day for me. But
3: so, the the universe will answer whatever it is you ask, but you have to be in agreement with that and you have to feel that thought. Yeah, because
2: and I did. It's I, that
3: feeling that you're sending out that gets answered. It's that vibration. Yeah, right. So And thoughts are vibrations. So when you start... Thinking something, that's what you're going to be. When you're feeling something, if you're feeling happy, happy things are coming. If you feel sad, and just look, when you get up in the morning and see what you feel like, and then see what comes in that day. Some days you wake up, you're in a great mood, you have a great day. Well, why is that? It's not just happenstance, it's you have in some way plan that wonderful day to happen. So,
2: Give me some advice to the parent or, uh, or individual who is living so surrounded by negativity. Their wife or their husband okay. says nothing but negative all the time. Their all children right. have been brought up to say nothing but negative things. Right. Everybody screams in the household. There is complete and total chaos. There's clutter and junk everywhere. They are they they feel like they can't even get out of bed on some days because nutritionally they're very sick because they don't have any energy to cook and they don't know where they don't have money to buy groceries or, or good groceries at least or they're not putting that as a priority. They have no good medical assistance whatsoever, so they don't even know what they should be taking vitamin wise. Okay. Tell me about that complete and total hopelessness that's.
3: All right. You so. We've got. We're at the bottom of the vibrational barrel with that feeling. Right. We're at hopelessness. Right. Or distraught. Whatever. All right. So where is it?
2: As as Abraham calls it, the emotional guidance system.
3: Right. Right. So with that emotion, as long as you sit in that emotion, that's what you're going to have. That feeling. If you hold that feeling, it just you get more and more and more of that. So now what you got to do is pick one feeling that's better. Well, what's better? Anger, probably. Yeah. And when you get angry, you're going to start telling people what they should do and shouldn't do, and stop step, stepping on my feet. And so they're going to want you back in the despair and hopelessness because now you're taking back your power and you're you're telling them to clean up their act. But the idea is, it's how you feel. It's not how they feel, and it has nothing to do with. What they feed back to you, you have to, it's your feeling. And it's your feeling, your guidance, and it's your life that you are working on, not theirs. You're not responsible for anybody but you. So, you get the angry. So then, you go, gee, that feels a little better. I mean, I've vented, I've telling these people, and, you know, maybe somebody's going to start to pick up something. I get really mad, things start to change. Well, then you go, all right, that's okay, but now I need a better feeling.
2: Right, and you know, a, a typical feeling of that, I know as a parent, is they move up to boredom. They're just like, you know, what really is the problem here is that this is just such a stagnant, boring life. Okay. I have no stimulation. I have nothing to excite me. All right. And that's that's a big that's a big step up on the emotional scale.
3: Okay, so and we have
2: to, we have to take a break. So we're gonna we'll take a good, a good ba- break and let's let's head from boredom. <laughs> Where we go from there up the emotional scale. Uh, we'll be right back with Dr. John Hicks.
0: opinions options answers voice america health and wellness
4: we had a wonderful experience in our trip to the sensory learning institute and the main issue to sum everything up is that we went there with a child who was out of control and hyper, who had severe sensory issues and autistic tendencies, and we brought home a child who was vastly different. We brought home a child who plays with me and talks to me and looks in my eyes and tells me he loves me.
5: The goal and focus of the sensory learning program is to enable the central nervous system to better process sensory information by simultaneously stimulating visual, auditory and vestibular systems with light sound in motion by challenging these three sensory systems to work together and adapt to multi-sensory input this intervention often improves speech perception understanding social interaction coordinated movement and the ability to learn we invite all parents interested in sensory learning program for a child to complete the confidential assessment on our website at www.sensorylearning.com
2: For the most current and up-to-date information and options in childbearing, family health, and parenting, tune in to Celeste Ranese's Timely Topics in Childbirth, broadcasting every Wednesday at noon Pacific,
0: 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. If you don't know your options, you don't have any. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy.
2: We're back. We're talking about you are what you feel and talking about kind of the emotional guidance scale, which is something that... Um, is from the teachings of Abraham through Jerry and Esther Hicks, which, by the way, have no relation to us. Although we wish <laughs> they did, <laughs> that would it would be a that would be that's that's my next manifestation. We're going to find out that we're related to them. <clears throat> that would really be nice. Anyway, going back. Um, so we are talking about the emotional guidance scale and how you start off with this hopelessness and you and then you can maybe work your way up to anger and then from anger maybe you can work your way up to boredom. And now so now we're we're creating a scenario as me as the neurotic mom, which I know is very hard for many of you to grasp. <laughs> and I'm this neurotic mom and now I've gone into this state of boredom and now I'm in my this house and um, there's complete clutter everywhere, everybody around me is negative. Um, I, I was raised negatively, so my parents even maybe are negative. And know that this is a scenario; this is not my real life. Um, and 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 so I've all this negative around me, and now we decide we're going to work our way to boredom. So now I'm in. I've gone up from anger, and I've gone to boredom. Like what I really feel is, I'm just in this rut, and I need to really live life, and I'm not living life. Right, so, so my can I can I give my suggestion, sure. Mr. Universe? Sure, because <laughs> that's who that's the role you're playing, but. <laughs> My, my suggestion at that point is to start to clear out clutter in your life. And I mean this both literally and um, as a metaphor. What?
3: Figuratively.
2: Figuratively. Thank you. <laughs> because cleaning out the clutter should be about getting rid of so much junk that we have in our homes that really clog our thoughts and our, our creativity. And I also mean it figuratively in that maybe it's a spouse you need to get rid of. Maybe you need to cut off ties with a parent uh, or a friend that always brings you down. But to get out of that, that boredom phase, you need to break away from this stagnant energy. So... Start with your house. I think it's a great place to start. Even if you if you just say, listen, half an hour every day, just like exercise. And and if you're if you need to exercise, think of it as exercise while you're you're cleaning out clutter. And just every single week, have another garbage can full of just junk that you're getting rid of. Uh, really think about pictures that have been up forever, or um, uh, you know, just books that are out for no reason. Box them up, put them downstairs. If you need it, you can find it a different way, but just to really clean out the clutter and that can help you get rid of a lot of the boredom.
3: All right. So then, let's talk about cleaning the clutter in your mind. Oh. Let's talk about cleaning out the beliefs that don't you don't really have anymore, the beliefs that don't serve you. What are the things you've been taught that really are not true anymore? They may have worked when you were six years old, but now you're an adult. Do those things still hold true? Right. And as you start to clean those out, what's going to happen is you're going to start to see that, gee, it isn't as bad as I thought it was. And there are some options here. As I start to clean this out, I found this book that somebody gave me that actually is very inspirational. So as you start to read that, you may go, well, I'm a little more content You're not quite bored. You're moving toward contentment. And then you go, okay, now I'm here. Maybe as I clean out this clutter, as I work on these beliefs that aren't doing things, I can start to change. Now you become hopeful. And as you do start to change and you start to change your thoughts, you start to change your beliefs then the universe starts to bring you new and different things.
2: And it is amazing to see this unfold. It is so fulfilling to watch the people that have been brought into our lives who we've talked so much about this and to watch um, how they move up the emotional scale. But, but there's something that i we don't have a lot more time left. So there's one piece that I really want to catch in this because there, the majority of my life I live in joy. And I I have, I do have a very joyous life and a very wonderful life, but I have my days when I go right back to despair again. And I want to give people permission to help them understand that that's okay.
3: Yeah, it's okay. And that, that's going to happen and some topics you'll be way ahead of and others you'll be behind on. And it's this, it's this growth and learning this creative process because we are creators and watching as you start to change your beliefs and change your feelings to see what now you're creating because
2: Talk about is how many illnesses are manifested by our feelings. Yeah, um, that, but, too, but that. that but
3: it's all this...
2: That's been created because of the fact of what's happening with the emotion. Right. But
3: there is wellness that can come to you if you are open and willing to have that.
2: Right. If you, if you stay in that joyous mode...
3: Right.
2: Oh, my, we could just talk and talk and talk a lot longer about this. So we'll have to continue it. We'll call it a different topic and um, continue it in a different way on a on a more positive scale. I think... It was more important to talk about what not to, to, or how you need to start changing things. Well, and
3: that's Um, where you have to start. You have to start where you are, and there there is no right, wrong, nothing. It's just start and start working on how do I make myself feel better, because whatever I feel, I am.
2: That's wonderful. Thank you very much, Dr. John Hicks. Can be reached through the Pathways website at www.pathwaysmed.com. He doesn't have an email, actually. You have to email me. So if you you want to complain to him about me, you have to go through me anyway. I want to thank our new sponsor, Enzymedica. I'm looking forward to having them on the show in a few weeks, but they have now been sponsoring our show, and we, we are very grateful to Enzymedica for being our sponsor. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. We will be back with you next week. Take care.
1: The Sensory Learning Center would like to thank you for listening to Autism One, A Conversation of Hope. To contact Betsy or get more information, visit autismone.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, A Conversation of Hope with Betsy Hicks.